Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. He wore some kind of nice cologne today. I'm limbering up. Oh, you're limbering up. Yeah, I love those commercials uh, where the guy says, Powell, foul, throw in the towel. <laughs> and you know those. Mm-hmm. Right. You get the so voice exercise. Because I've, I've been off the air since Thursday. Mm-hmm. You haven't spoken since? No, I've remained silent, I, as is my want. I often remain very very silent. As is our want. Right. <laughs> I know that's what you want, but I was spelling it W-O-N-T. Oh, 1-800-795-9565 is our latest want. We would just want you to call in today. So please give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. <laughs> Why are you smirking? Anyway. I'm nothing. I, I'm just so used to you saying this, and it never varies. I'm <laughs> All right, Joe's here. Mark's here. Of course. Rob's the producer. Can't get on the radio without Rob. Run up. Wouldn't make it. Just wouldn't be prudent. one 800 795 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. You can text us at 70236. Did you hear Colin Powell died? What a shame. Yeah, what great a great man. leader he great was. Man. Super great American. Uh, <sighs> we need more people like Colin Powell in were the Republican ever, Party. Were there ever any weapons of mass destruction uh, in Iraq? You know, we'll never know. But uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, super leader. A lot of people kept kept him in the conversation for presidential runs for a long time after his tenure in Washington. So uh, that's that's always a, a compliment. You think? Oh, yeah. All right. oh, and nonpartisan? I don't remember sort of his partisan shtick. I think he was, well, Defense Secretary and Chiefs of Staff that you don't really get, or Secretary of State and Joint Chiefs of Staff, you don't really have a political lean to that. No, I wouldn't think so. But I think the fact that he gave such good advice is one of the reasons why he was made Secretary of State. All right, 1-800-795-9565. You can call us about that or anything else you want. Uh, President Biden was relatively quiet over the weekend. So oh, no, too, he wasn't. But he went out to a restaurant, an Italian restaurant, <laughs> seafood <laughs> restaurant in Washington, maskless. Despite what? the yes, 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 yes. You didn't wear a mask. I thought he's a mask. A mask. Oh, he's a maskaholic. He's great at giving us advice and telling us to wear them. But mm-hmm. he and First Lady Jill Biden were caught violating Washington D.C.'s indoor <laughs> mask mandate by walking through a high-end Georgetown restaurant without masks on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The maskless Bidens were recorded leaving. Fiola Mayor, while flanked by masked Secret Service agents. The two had dined at the pricey Italian seafood restaurant after attending church. And, of course, that's in violation not only of the restaurant's policy, but the mayor of D.C., who happens to be a Democrat, her mask mandate as well. Hmm. I wonder what the rest of the story is, but they were indoors without the mask. Right, indoors, okay. walking through the restaurant. Okay. Sort of like uh, Nancy Pelosi walking through the beauty parlor without one. <laughs> Would you believe everyone was tested? <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, that's fine. I, 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 
Yeah, I wonder why. You know, I'm in big favor of everybody protecting themselves as they see fit. If Mm -hmm. President Biden felt comfortable in that situation, I don't see why he should have been compelled to wear a mask. Yeah, I've been a lot of places lately where you wear masks the whole time. I was at church yesterday, masks the whole time. Really? Yep. So um, now I was at church Saturday night, and uh, I don't think I saw other than the people well, who handed out communion. That's and, deep in the heart of Snyder County. Right. Well, you know, again, people are doing what they think protects them, and that's uh, I can't fault that. Mm-hmm. Lots of folks taking precautions. Well, Colin Powell died from complications from COVID-19, and he, and was, he was vaccinated. vaccinated so, yeah. uh, you, you know, this power, the breakthrough infections, and, of course, we still have this background level of uh, COVID-19 out there. That's now there's just supposedly a, a new issue. variant in the United Kingdom that uh, mm. might be coming around. Okay. Uh, I haven't heard much about it, just that they've discovered another variant in the U- U.K. Let's see, we got Delta. We had Lambda earlier, I remember that. And uh, When we get to Epsilon, we're in trouble. Uh, well, <laughs> well, if we're at Lambda, I'd say we passed it. <laughs> no, we're in Lambda. I thought we were at Beta. Well, or Delta. We're at Delta. Well, Delta is the one that's... Epsilon will be next. It's so virulent at the moment. What's the F in... Um, you know, I was just trying to think that. What, I hope phi, he doesn't ask me what a PHI. You say phi, it with an phi, yeah, probably that's it. Alpha, beta, delta. Mm, I don't know. I'm getting it mixed <laughs> up Epsilon. with my phonetics. All right, one eight hundred. I so, guess you weren't. You and I weren't in fraternities. <laughs> no, no, none invited me. Otherwise, we would know the Greek. All right, I didn't like beer enough, so they kicked me out. All right, one eight hundred. I understand you are fond of meatloaf. <laughs> As a good Lutheran. Now, yeah, now. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We can talk about uh, Joe Biden not wearing a mask or other important issues. Well, that was just a side. Locally, you know, right. I did find something yeah, that's that, an odd that I thought was very interesting because, you know, we talked about the California port situation. President Biden has ordered mm-hmm. the ports open. Big supply chain. A friend of mine posted this, and I, I, I looked it up, and it appears to be true. The news says the California port situation is caused by a driver shortage. You've heard that. Not so fast. It is in part caused by a California truck ban, which says all trucks must be 20,011 or newer, and a law called Assembly Bill 5, which prohibits owner-operators. Traditionally, the ports have been served by owner-operators, non-union. California now has banned owner-operators in favor of all union drivers. Long-term truckers in California are not investing in new trucks because California has a law that makes them illegal in 2035. The requirement is to purchase electric trucks which do not exist at this time. Mm. So people aren't updating their equipment. Okay. But isn't don't you think that if why open the ports if they're not going to allow everybody who has a truck in there to take stuff out? Why not let owner operators in? Well, yeah, and um, some states have used their National Guard to resolve supply chain clogs, you know, where a private company can use the assistance. Uh, they, I forget I forget what it was. I was listening to the Sunday shows. They talked about that. But one state uh, said there was a big backlog of things because of the supply chain issue. Well, you know, and I think this that may be a factor that you're describing there with this uh, California emissions requirements. You know that they're kind of overboard with that sort of thing. But, uh, but 
and of course, as we know, it's it's really a wide range of issues. So that is a factor. But so is the uh, you know the lack of workers at the dock that earn extremely high wages to work plus twenty four hours a day now with overtime. Still not enough of those workers. We still know that there's not enough shipping containers. There are not enough ships. Uh, well, be- there are plenty of shipping containers. They're just sitting no. there full. They need to be emptied so that they can be taken back to where they came from and filled again. No, the shipping container shortage is a huge factor in this. So I haven't seen therefore, that. Well, Have look you it looked up. at a railroad train going by lately? <laughs> uh, mm, Gone down the highway? I mean, not there are tons of, Look at all the pictures of the ports of all those uh, vehicle, all those ships that are stacked up there. They're all carrying these All right, uh, so you want to get hung up on the shipping. All right, look, Google that while I talk about this. What shall this. I Google? Shipping container shortage. Okay. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. I have to do this now, so I will do this now while Joe bones up on current events. 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. Our great sponsor is the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915 and 4th Street in Sunbury, also on Routes 11 and 15 in Hummelsworth. That's a Kia dealership. They do what I do, and that's invite you to go to the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. I haven't been there in a couple weeks, but when you do go there, they will expedite. You tell them you're in a big, fat hurry, and they will take extra loving care of you and your vehicle and your family. Gives you an opportunity to go out and look at some of the new vehicles. That's right. You heard me right. New vehicles. they got a bunch of new vehicles unloaded from the trucks at the Sunbury Motor Company. Some nice trucks. Another Ranger or two, and there's one Explorer there that I drove by, so I think it's a great opportunity for And my old Rangers there, too, for sale. So, uh, it's an opportunity for you to take great care of you and yourself and your finances. Get the Sunbury Motor Company on your side. They got the Hyundai Velosters coming in, the Kia Telluride, the Ford F 150s, plus a wide range of other Fords. And it's a great place for you to save a lot of money. You get treated extra special, and they are a volume dealer. Even under these circumstances, they're a volume dealer. And so it really helps you out if you uh, go to the Sunbury Motor Company. Do have your visit start out the way mine. SunburyMotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicles worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Okay, I looked this up in Shipping News, and we're both right. Okay. The problem is that empty containers didn't get picked up during the pandemic, so there's not a shortage of containers. They're not <laughs> they're not where they need to be, and okay. they haven't been picked up and recycled. Okay. So that's the, and that's from Shipping News, by the way. Okay. Okay. So uh-huh. we're both right. That's one of those rare rare occasions when we both are correct. You're right. You're right. There's a shortage, but it's not that there are too few. It's just well, and, and again, that the, you know, it's uh, the supply chain is. I'm I'm going to say it's like a chain. 
you know, there's a hundred links on it, and so each one has a little dilemma. Some of them are co- personnel, some of them is equipment, some of it is trucking, some of it is California right. laws, uh, some of it is the backlog at a port, some of it is also our demand is way up. We well, have this spring back demand, you know, we're, we're cash. What did they say yesterday? Were, were cash abundant in the U.S.? We, want we, to, uh, we have some money to spend. Could we perhaps agree that the incompetence of our Secretary of Transportation might also be at play here? <laughs> well, I would Pete s- Buttigieg, who has no... I know more about transportation than Pete Buttigieg, and I know virtually nothing about it. I will it. have to say this about President Biden and, and the administration, is that it seems as though uh, a lot of the times that we're, we're trying to resolve these dilemmas, it's reactionary. It, it, like he did, The only thing he ever does that is preemptory is climate, although we are, and, you know, the climate is getting warmer. Maybe you could argue it's too late there, too. But honest, you know, I think when it comes to inflation, which it seems like even the best estimates say that this is a year's debacle that we've fallen into in terms of inflation, which is also related to supply chain and abundant money and tons of uh, uh, stimulus money being pumped and more being pumped into the economy. But it just seems as though the Biden administration is on their heels, maybe they're taking the right actions, you know, you know, with any of and all of these different things, but it seems to me as though it's all reactionary. I'd like to see somebody with some vision look ahead and say, okay, well, this is, uh, you know, what's going to happen, and we can head this off now. Well, that's not a bad point, and I can't disagree with you, but I think what, what we have here... But you want to. Well, you, you know, look at the media. Uh, the, the media was, and the callers to this program, the people who are on the left, were all saying that President Trump appointed idiots, uh, people who are crooked and incompetent. But they're not holding the appointees of President Biden to the same standard, and I think Pete Buttigieg obviously was a political payback. It wasn't because of his great wealth of knowledge about transportation issues that he got that job. And like the vice president, he's almost A-W-O-L. Well, isn't he going on leave soon? I heard him on the Sunday shows over the weekend. He's there, isn't he? Or is he on maternity leave? I believe so. Or paternity leave. For whatever. (laughs) I realize he didn't have the child. All right. we We got a caller on the line. Bonnie, what have I done wrong now? Yes, you're right. Friday's podcast. You have it marked as you and Ben, but it's Morgan in the morning. Oh, we did a mistake when we loaded up. Yeah, we have some great interns that are doing that. Okay, well, thank Can you. you. That? Uh, yep, absolutely, <laughs> we'll do. Yep, but we'll take care of it. Thank you very thank much. You. Anything else? Bye. What else have I done wrong lately? Nah, just quit calling our politicians worthless. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> that's kind of up to them. More likely uh, the sun won't come up tomorrow morning. <laughs> All right, we got you. All right, well, thank you so much. Have thanks. For, yeah, thanks for the call. Bye. All right, so um, Friday's podcast needs to be, it's Morgan in the morning. Well, yeah, the same podcaster does both, so I think we had a flip flip around. Well, I hope people that hope to hear Morgan in the morning music and in good humor and information aren't hearing me and Ben drone on about <laughs> politics. Instead, they're going to drive off the road till they get it switched. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Joe and I are talking, uh, doing a quick review of kind of the state of things and the supply chain issues that have uh, popped up and how 
how uh, a lot of our decision-making has really exacerbated this. We have a lot of money in the U.S., which has increased demand, so we all want everything now. Uh, one of the good people, I think it was on NPR, the, the economist said, well, Americans have been spoiled, you know, getting things instantly. Of course, we know that evaporated during the pandemic, but uh, getting things, you know, within a few weeks or ordering a vehicle that hasn't been made yet and getting it in a few weeks, you know, now it's a few months. So I think there's definitely, uh, I I think there's something to that. You know, we kind of think we want everything. Remember how when you were a kid, you'd mail off something with a box top and a check and it would come two months later and you thought, oh my gosh, you know, this worked, you know, it's a good system. Well, obviously we tighten those things up. Well, FedEx, I guess, spoiled us and said, you know, you can get things overnight. 1-800-7... was Amazon that promised that if you were Well, FedEx did it before Amazon existed. 1-800-795-9... You had to pay for it, though. If you you had it free with Prime. Oh, okay. (laughs) Right. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. We would just love to hear from you today. Here's a story. Uh, Good news. Pete Buttigieg will emerge from his months-long family leave in time to attend the upcoming UN-sponsored climate gathering in the UK. The Transportation Secretary has been AWOL as the country struggles with supply snarls that are kicking up inflation and emptying store shelves. But at least he will weigh in on curbing carbon emissions. Wait, he's not AWOL. He's on paternity leave. Well, he's AWOL from his job. No, he's not. Absent without leave means there's no excuse for you to be off. Absent without authorized leave means that. Absent. Whatever. It doesn't matter. (laughs) He's authorized to enjoy his family leave. Now, you can argue whether that's appropriate. Let's have that discussion. But uh, the fact is, we know where he is. What do you say? This was roughly in the Nero fiddles while Rome burns category? Right. You can say whatever you wish about it in family leave. You know, I'm sure you don't like the idea of family leave. Oh, I do. I like it a great deal, and I have no problem. Then why would you call a person who's enjoying it AWOL? I was reading a story. (laughs) Okay. The writer of the story called him that. Well, but it does mean that he hasn't been involved in his job for a period of time. Well, and we know shipping is a big carbon producer, so um, that's going to be, it's no wonder that transportation is a factor in a climate conversation. Stan, what have I done wrong today? Thanks for calling in. Everything. I don't know. I didn't catch the beginning of the show, so I, I can't tell. Did you start off wrong today? No, I, actually, I don't know. Joe was wrong <laughs> up, up until now. Okay. Uh, as far as Pete Buttigieg, uh, you know, coming off of parental leave, which is what he's doing, you know, with things, the mess that they're in, you know, his husband could have stayed home and taken care of the kids by himself, considering Pete, how much does he make a year as a cabinet-level official? He's probably well over 150 grand a year. They could have hired somebody to help him, you know, and uh, he's got a job to do. And uh, we've got a mess going on right now with the empty store shelves. Some places it's worse than others. You know, I go into Giant down there and uh, down there in Schmokin Dam, and you got empty shelves in spots and, and signs on them saying, you know, due to supply shortages, we're limited how many how much stuff you can get. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to come back and go immediately overseas to some climate gig, really. Well, I guess his priorities are, uh, as the Biden administration's are, um, carbon emissions and things related to the environment. And well, I believe the, the Biden administration's 
priorities are to screw up America. It just seems to be the way things are going. What? So, well, they are succeeding admirably. I know he's getting paid a lot of money to answer this question, but he's not on the phone. What should he be doing? Like, what should the U.S. be doing? What should the Biden administration be doing to supply or to resolve some of these uh, transportation issues as they weigh on the supply chain issues? Well, quit forcing everybody to get fired because they haven't gotten a vaccine, for starters. <laughs> oh, so you and, and then, truckers. Okay. You know, I don't know what's going on out at the ports out in Long Beach. And, and uh, where, where's the, there's another one? Port of L.A. and Long Beach. I don't know what's going out, on out there. Is it a union issue? You know, well, the workers that, you don't missed want the start, to work you missed because the start they're afraid of, the, of getting the COVID Stan, or what? You missed the start of the program, but we uh, I, I read something that a friend of mine posted said the news from California's port situation is caused by a driver shortage. Not so fast. It is in part by a California truck ban, which says all trucks must be 2011 or newer, and a law called Assembly Bill 5, which prohibits owner-operators. Traditionally, the ports have been served by owner-operators or non-union truck drivers. California has now banned owner-operators. Long-term truckers in California are not investing in new trucks because California has a law that makes them illegal in 2030. So there you go. Oh, so the, it's a communist government of California's causing a lot of the problems out there. But we have, you know, ports all around the country. We got them down in Baltimore and, you know, in Maryland yeah. and down in Florida. I, I did see something that Dennis DeSantis says, uh, the ports in Florida are wide open. Come on in. <laughs> so I guess I'll have to bring those ships through the Panama Canal so they can get there and the ones coming from Europe. Well, that's going to so, drive up costs. And incidentally, Pete Buttigieg's salary is $221,400. Oh <laughs> wow, and he's worth one penny of it. So let's, uh, you know, and, yeah, you're right. It's going to raise the cost of shipping. My understanding, and I've been told this, that shipping containers used to cost around two to three grand to get shipped from overseas, you know, from China or wherever, from the, uh, you know, the Far East into this country. Now it's upwards of twenty grand per container to ship the same product. Really? Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. Why so? Because of the shortage of containers that they're not where they need to be. Well, and the fuel prices are higher, and the ships are scarce, so they can charge more. Well, they're definitely charging more. You know what? What's that? Two thousand. Uh, you know, twenty grand. That's a thousand percent increase, give or take. Yep. Yeah, whatever. The, the whole. Yeah, that's a pretty steep increase for fuel. And I know fuel's up, but uh, come on, really. Well, everything's up. Look at the price of bacon. And I, I have a fast food lunch I favor on weekends. It used to be five dollars and thirty cents. It's now six bucks. So that's quite a jump. Well, yeah, it is. And luckily, I don't eat much bacon. So, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but eggs are going up. You know, they're going up slowly. Uh, they're buck thirty nine a dozen yesterday at Giant. Where the last week or the week before they were buck twenty nine. So they're slowly inching up. You know, and yeah, things are going crazy and. I don't see anything coming out of Washington. If Washington would just get out of the way, things would probably straighten themselves out. But when you got, like, communists in California restricting the year of the truck that can be on the road and who can go into the ports and actually deliver the stuff, you know, that's a problem. One of our good listeners and, sends me a text and says, I, I don't have anything against people taking leave of absence to take care of their children, but there was a time public service in the White House was considered doing the public good and a sacrifice, so you would sacrifice some time at home so you could continue to do the public good. Yeah, that's that's not an eight-hour job working in the White House, from my right. understanding. 
Right. That's that's a, that, you know, that's a job to you stay there till it's done. And obviously, Pete didn't get that memo. Well, the Secretary of Transportation and all the secretaries have their own offices and their own fiefdoms, if you will. They have some independent action, I guess, outside of the White House, but they do report for cabinet meetings, I would think. Well, obviously, Pete hasn't, because uh, what I've seen is he did he did some, I guess, took care of some major issues that only he could take care of while he was on leave. But, uh, you know, they're running the things to make sure things happen. It doesn't appear as he's doing his job. The only time will tell what happens. Well, I would think, and, and you know, I th- I think a lot of people who voted for President Biden expected certain amount of proactive leadership. I honestly don't think we're seeing that. I mean, we're not <laughs> seeing we're not seeing. Uh, you know, someone wrote a story the other day, and I agree with this. Say what you will about Donald Trump, he was never inert, and I think that that really is the truth. He was never inert. He was always doing something, always moving. The the media would smack him for one thing, and he'd be on to something else before they even knew what hit him. Well, and, and and I think, not in defense of President Biden, but sort of just an observation about him, I think he came into office with a wide range of things he wanted to accomplish, and he's working on those. So those are sort of in the pipeline. But those aren't the crises of the day. <laughs> you know, that's not the biggest thing. It's like, Joe, you know, if, if uh, you went out to your garage to get the lawnmower because you're going to cut the grass and the garage is on fire. But you, so you grab the lawnmower and start mowing, you know, because, well, that's what I was going to do. So I think uh, a lot of these issues, well, and, and maybe they could not have been anticipated. Well, remember the president told us that on ev- almost every issue, he would be laser focused. So that right. doesn't apply. And, and, and you, can't those guys uh, walk and chew gum at the same time? No, not if you're laser focused. The they, got, they got all kinds of people who are supposed to be working on stuff. I you think know, uh, somebody and it seems to me his puppet masters are leading the way, and they're just trying to destroy America. Somebody just pointed. What it looks like. Somebody mounted the laser backwards, and they're blinded. So <laughs> yeah, you, that'll do it. That could happen, huh? Stan. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank Thanks you, Stan. for calling in. All right, we'll have open phones during the nine a.m. hour. We'll do some brief news headlines. We invite folks to call in. Uh, I've asked the question of two listeners: What have I done wrong? And one of our listeners says nothing really. Yes, it's high mark. Joe, I'd like to throw me in that, but then go and say you're wonderful. I'll have to read that completely when we get back. Is, is the whole letter positive? Oh, yes. Yeah. says you There's do no a fabulous but? job. You do a fabulous job. Oh, I haven't job. read the whole thing. I'm assuming there was a but. I, I signed mom. I thought you would have. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not from my mom. All right. So I'll read the whole letter, and Joe will read it on the radio when we come back. But we invite more of it on the market, WDKOK.com. This is News Radio 1070 WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. Mr. Rob is there. I'm here, and you're there. So that makes the perfect recipe for us to have a vibrant hour of open phones. You can call with nearly any topic you wish to. Just call 1-800-795-9565.
protect patients and healthcare providers from electric. What are you listening to? I'm trying to shut it off. I thought it was oh, that's you. Right. It's not my fault. I don't think anyway. Well, I don't know. Well, it's you. It's your silly phone. You don't know the first thing how to run that thing. I can't find Isn't that the funny? The man who introduced computerization to WKOK can't run a smartphone. Oh, it's my computer. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five. Try shut down my phone. It's your laptop. There, sorry. No problem. I was looking something up. You told me, you gave me an assignment, and then the computer started playing music on its own. You're hardly disruptive. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. The open line. We've been talking about President Trump and Secretary Buttigieg and President Biden. The supply chain issues and the maskless wonder roaming through a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Joe Biden violating blatantly violating the mask policy in Washington, D.C., in the District of Columbia. 1-800. Although the mayor goes on to violate that. She does said. indeed. She, <laughs> she's the violator in chief. <laughs> in Washington. That's pretty it's more do what I say, not do what I do. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Would very much love to hear from you today. You can text us at 70236. One person did do that with the keyword OTM. You can email us at onthemarket.com. Thus far, one individual has uh, done so, and we'll read that uh, letter momentarily. We do have some very brief news headlines, not too much much more information known about Friday's shooting in Shemokin. Police told us over the weekend one person was taken to the hospital. Uh, no individuals in custody at this time, but they say that's still under investigation and the public's not in any danger. Uh, we heard on the monitor there was some gunplay in Sunbury last evening, too, so we'll keep you posted when we hear back from police about the details there. But again, the admonishment, the public's not in any danger. Uh, tomorrow, PennDOT will start working on the Route 61 Veterans Memorial Bridge in Sunbury for one day of light work there. Lighting work would probably be a better way for me to word it. That's tomorrow 8 to 3, just one day. There'll be a lane restriction there, so likely some delays as well. Night work starts tonight on Route 11 between Northumberland and Shemokin Dam, so watch for those crews for a few weeks. Lewisburg Attorney Brian Kerstetter says he's got what it takes in the battle for judge in the 17th District Court of Common Pleas, which serves Snyder and Union Counties. He says he's got Got the endorsements and the experience necessary to win the seat and serve well. I would encourage the voters to talk to people who work with me on a daily basis, courtroom staff, other attorneys, and ask them what they feel about my temperament, my integrity, my ability to make good, sound decisions in the courtroom. And he'll be on an upcoming On the Markup segment, so you'll get to hear from Attorney Kerstetter as well. He was on WKOK Sunrise. The Pennsylvania Capital Star is reporting that a state appellate court has thrown out a lawsuit challenging Governor Wolf's vaccine or test requirement for prison guards and other state employees. In a September 28th decision, a three-judge panel of the Commonwealth Court dismissed the challenge brought by the State Correctional Officers Association, which represents 11,000 prison workers on technical grounds. The union had requested an injunction. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro may be pursuing a new position, but he's not going to step down anytime soon. Again, Pennsylvania Capital Star reporting that Shapiro, a Democrat who announced his long-awaited run for governor last week, said he would not step down as the Pennsylvania Attorney General while he runs for governor, and that is legal. And you know, they got to be nothing to them if Hooters waitress is 
complain that the outfit is too skimpy. <gasps> the breakfast or the... Uh, they serve breakfast at No, drinks? no. It's, I, I saw that word and I thought it was breakfast. The uh, particular commentator here from CBS calls it a breastaurant. A breastaurant. <laughs> right. The breastaurant swapped their already barely there shorts for an even skimpier pair of bottoms. They're basically a bikini bottom. Waitresses took to TikTok to throw shade at the new uniform. They say the thongy shorts are just underwear. Uh, the staffers spoke out about them. Hooters adjusted their policy to make the new additional option for optional for employees so they don't have to wear this ultra skimpy bottom. They can just wear the normal short shorts and get away with it. A spokesman says they can determine which style of shorts fits best for their body style and personal image. Well, at Hooters, <laughs> you was ever like, been to one? Uh, yes, I really? was. Really, I've never been. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this would have been. Let's see. Daughter was born in eighty seven, nineteen ninety two. I didn't. So I, you're not a frequent flyer. No, and I didn't realize that it was a restaurant. I didn't know that they were. Not like Hooters. What do you think it was? Owls? There were owls all over the place. It's part of their motif. I thought that's what it was, and so my my daughter and I went in there and uh, we looked around and my. My daughter says, wow, pretty girl. I mean, she's looking at That was her reaction often if we'd see, you know, a pretty girl. So she saw one of the waitresses go by. So, uh, And I think we did stay. We did eat there. Yeah, this was in Baltimore. So you weren't and, appalled? Uh, uh, no. All right. I wasn't enough. appalled. Um, but it was a little, it was eye-opening. Yes, I'm sure it was. <laughs> well, I didn't realize that that's, and it was, at, you know, kind of mainstreaming skimpy outfits, really. So that, they did deserve some credit for that. All right, upper right-hand corner, then lower right-hand corner, Joe. Right, and this is from Glenda, who I thought was my friend, but apparently she likes you better. Says, hi, Mark <laughs> and Joe. I wanted to say something positive, as almost every caller has something to complain about. Mark, I think you do a fabulous job. You continue to be professional despite criticism and verbal abuse from callers. I really enjoy listening to you. Keep up the good work, and don't let the negativity get you down. I think you are great. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank Signed, you. Signed, Mom. Can you? <laughs> no, no, it's Glenda. Glenda. All right. Thank you for that. She's uh, a very nice young lady, it. and you're very lucky to have her friendship. Okay. <laughs> Too bad you lost it. I apparently did. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, we conservatives, we're not very lovable. <laughs> you liberals are lovable. <laughs> and then uh, we have a text that says, I don't think people voted for Biden expecting him to do anything. I think they voted against Trump. They fired Trump. Yeah, I think there is some of that. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Tom, thank you for waiting a short time. You are on the mark. Yeah, I was watching TV yesterday, and there was a news on there. This one girl was talking about it. There's uh, seven hundred billionaires in the United States, and their net worth is four point seven. Trillion dollars. Seven hundred billionaires. Seven hundred billionaires. Really? In the where, where, did you, where did you get that from? That seems awfully high. It was on TV. Yes, it was on TV yesterday. <laughs> Just okay, it was on TV. But what was where it on TV? Was it cartoons or Fox News? <laughs> no, seven hundred billionaires. Was Yosemite Sam? That's not hard to believe. What well, is for me? Well, anything's hard for you to believe. <laughs> yeah, this is a guy that doesn't believe <laughs> anyway, in climate change. But anyway. If it's true, that's four point those four four point seven trillion dollars that these people are worth is worth their net worth is more than half of the people in the United States, the lower half of the people in the United States, like one hundred sixty five 
million people. They have more net worth than 165 million people. So, you know, when I see these ships sitting out there in the, uh, out there in the ocean and they can't get unloaded, and I see these people waiting in line, these long lines at, at, uh, uh, Arby's and uh, all these places, I think, you know, this is, this is great. This is, this is, this is really good. I love it because this was caused this whole thing is caused. You want to blame it on truck drivers and all this other crap. You know, an American-made product doesn't get stuck in container ships. That stuff, that stuff was all sent over there to be made cheap. So these people that have all this money can fill up their pockets. That's the problem. It isn't the truck drivers. It isn't the trucks. The stuff should be made here. If the stuff was made here, we would not be having all these problems that we have. I, and this Tom, was all done so these people that have all this money could fill up their pockets. But, Tom, American now, shoppers like bargains, and they buy this cheap stuff. In other words, if you walked into a store and said, I'm not buying anything that isn't made in America, well, I understand they that. would soon I have American that, goods on the shelf. They have done that. Well, I agree. I, I'd love to see stuff made. This. These people did this because they didn't want to pay people labor. They didn't want to pay people labor or anything like that. They didn't want to give them any benefits. So what did they do? They sent all the stuff over there to be done by somebody that's making 25 or 50 cents an hour. Then they bring it over here, and they sell it for what they could have sold it over here for anyway and make a giant profit on it. And this is what the problem is. The problem isn't the truck drivers. It isn't all this crap that you guys are coming up with. The problem is, is the rich people have been running this country, paying off the politicians for a long time, and this is how we got in this situation. Those ships should not be sitting out there full of stuff from another country because it should be made right here. That's the problem. Okay, but Not that- truck drivers... But, Not all this other stuff you guys are coming up with. But the problem is, Tom, it's that this people stuff... people that don't want to that, that get rich and don't care about anything else. Okay, you plowed that field. But, Tom, here's the problem. We, whether that stuff should have been made here or not, it's sitting on ships, and it's not filling the needs of the American consumers. What you're talking about is a long-range solution we need, and I agree with you completely. We need to make stuff here in America again. But in the meantime, if we don't have toilet paper, if it's sitting on a ship shipping container in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, that's not doing the American consumer any good. I that's say, you know what I say to that? I say, great. I, everything that's going on right now, I love it. I just love it. It's great. It's the best thing that could happen to this country, and I hope it gets worse. What, what, what do you hope because gets worse? Maybe, because maybe, just maybe, these people will, will will start thinking a little bit different and change things, because I don't think they're ever going to change anything unless they absolutely, unless things get so absolutely bad that they have to change them. Tom, I don't think a, they will. Tom, one of our... They just want to keep paying <laughs> Tom, off the politicians. Hello, Tom. Are you there? And Tom? keep the things right the way they are right now. That's all they want to do. All right, Tom. One of our good textures sends us a note, says, Tom's Democratic president, Bill Clinton, was the one who sent everything to China by advocating and signing NAFTA. Oh, come on. That started, that started back in the 60s. 
don't, that person doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> he didn't help the situation. Who, the person who the sent the text? There was an agreement with, with Mexico, wasn't it? Uh, well, it would it would certainly make more expensive, or uh, it, I don't know. Everything's kind of interconnected these days. So, if you allow more free overseas trade, it would well, it would help China I'm, too. I'm just if he thinks that this just started with Bill Clinton, it didn't. This started back in the '60s. Well, I think they're saying it was exacerbated by NAFTA. And just so well, you know, Tom, there are not 700 billionaires. There are 614 billionaires in America. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 614 billionaires. All right. I you just want them to pay their fair share of taxes. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of. That's a lot of money, and this is why it is. This is exactly why all those ships are sitting out there. Guys like Bezos and all these other idiots. They get all this money that they can give uh, build spaceships and give people rides into outer space while people are while people don't have where people are making eight dollars an hour. Well, William Shatner's comments afterward were very noteworthy. He got it for free. Well, that's true, but he his description of the Earth and the thin ribbon of air that surrounds the Earth and and how fragile it appears when you're in state. I I thought that was noteworthy. All right, Tom, thank you so much. We got to move on to another caller. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your comments. Stand by, Joseph. We got to take a quickie break. Uh, Is this something we can read, or what do you want to do here, Joan? Uh, The shipping crisis is not only. California, but many of our U.S. ports, including the St. Lawrence Seaway. Speaking of Governor Newsom, he just signed an executive order to phase out gas mowers. I thought of this during Mark's analogy of the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, you go, out, you go out to get your electric mower, right. and it... Uh, the garage is on fire. Right. All right, we'll take a quickie break. Stand by, Joseph. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. I thought that was a bear. <laughs> Boo <Boo-boo>. Boo. <laughs> Boo is a bear. Boo Boo's a baby bear. Baby bear, yeah, okay. Right. And then Joseph is here. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. This is the last we're gonna say about lawnmowers, but please go right ahead. Read that top one. Okay. Mark, when you go out to get your electric mower in California, you can't run it because there's no electricity because of communist communist policies. All right. All right, Joseph, you're on the mark. Thank you for waiting. Yes, good good morning, gentlemen. Uh Mark. Uh, you were talking about Pete Buttigieg here. I, I have a question, it, and I don't want to offend anybody because a lot of times I call a spade a spade, and it does offend people. But my question is this. Uh, you referred to him as uh, he's on uh, uh, pregnancy leave or something? Paternity right? leave, yeah. Paternity, paternity leave. Paternity leave, yes. Okay. 
Uh, and you said his husband. Uh, no, so Joe, sa- Joe said that. No, no, you did. You did. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah, you did. Okay. Okay, yes, you did. And then you referred, uh, like I said, you referred to him and his, and you used those pronouns, those masculine pronouns. But then you used the effeminate pronoun and said that he would, well, he would be the wife if it's his husband, right? So now, what's correct? Because I don't want to offend anybody. Now, I know, I know this for a fact, okay? That when uh, they were created, it says they created male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave on to his wife. So Adam's wife was a female and Adam was the male. So the one's masculine and one's a feminine. So how can we address Mr. Pete? Should we call him Patsy or what? I think uh, secretary he's is the, the proper one, term. Right? He's a female secretary. because he's got a husband. You can call him secretary. I'm, secretary I'm not certain, and I don't know whether you're being facetious, but I believe in I'm same. I'm being facetious, yes. Yeah, you know, same-sex marriages. I think if it's males, they call each other husband and husband, and if it's females, they call themselves wives and wives. As far as I know. Then why you say it's his husband? They're both husbands. They're both husbands. You're being very offensive there. There's a book out called, uh, like, Sylvia Had Two Mothers or Jack Had Two Fathers. I mean, there, there mm-hmm. are explanations for this, Joseph, if you really want one. It's a children's book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but why they do, they, one plays the role of a woman, one plays the role of a man. No. That's obvious. No, why would you say that? Why would you I mean, say something like that? They're married to each other as equals. I'm assuming, yeah, but, no, but I don't really I've, know. I've spoke with them kind of people, and and I know <laughs> that one kind of, oh, plays the role of a man, one plays the role of a woman. They one have, will be masculine, and one will be a feminine. They have an That's ilk. a fact. Okay. Well, I can't help you there. I have no idea, nor is it any of my business, and nor do I obsess with what husband and husband no, you, you better be careful call how each other. you refer to him now as gotcha. him or her wife or husband, All right, I would we got think. You. Well, I mean, the point is that, uh, and I realize you you have a larger issue that you want to deal into the religious nature of this, but the fact is that he's not on the job during a crisis, and that's my problem with it. Yeah, well... I don't care what he does in his own time. It's a scientific fact and uh, uh, truth, truth versus error and foolishness. Okay, well, if he's not being at, at his job and he's capable of doing the job and we're having a crisis because he's not well, there... Here's, here's one thing I say. Maybe it's better that he's not on the job. I mean, things are bad, but wouldn't they be worse if he was on the job? Just like, look at a border crisis. <laughs> well, uh, we have uh, Pamela down there. She's assigned that, that deal, and it got worse since she'd been on it. Well, I can't argue that with you. <laughs> I agree with you on that one. It might be better if he just stays off the job. In fact, President Biden, it would be better if he'd retired and (laughs) resigned. Are you sure he hasn't? Do you think he has already? (laughs) Yes, he has. And, man, by the way, this is a conspiracy. It is a real conspiracy to throw this country down the drain and to bring in a new world order. And there it is. They've got to destroy the economy. They've got to destroy the dollar and go to electronic funds transfer right. and, and the mark of the mark beast. Of the beast. That's right. right. The Azzable is rising up. Got to have that mark right. to buy or sell anything. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you for waiting, Eric. You are next. Go right ahead. 
<clears throat> on the mark, OTM, oh, the malarkey some mornings. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, forgive me, I'm just out of PT. I'm a little out of my head, but glad I'm going to say what I'm going to say anyway. G- oh. I'm glad you had time on hold to come up with that one. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> on the oh, malarkey. Had a, weeks ago, I just had to keep the right moment to throw that in there, oh, that no, OTM. You, so. you got it today. Joseph does not speak for all Christians. Um, he likes to quote the Bible a lot, but there's a lot of us who have other views. Uh, why can't we just talk about people being people? Why do we have to use labels at all? And as far as him being on paternity leave, uh, Joe, you don't believe that uh, a couple should have time with their their, their their children to be able to bond with them? I Are you ne- saying that whoa, 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 paternity whoa, whoa, whoa. leave or paternity no. leave is not a good thing? Mark said to me, you don't believe in paternity leave, and I said, yes, I do, and I do. I have absolutely no problem with it. Okay, then what's your point? Why should? Why does Mr. Buttigieg have to be on? Why doesn't he have to deserve time with that new baby? I didn't say he didn't deserve it. I just said I don't know where his priorities are. Does he? If he is, per, oh, oh, if so, he accepts, so no. If, let, if, you ask me a question. If a you, woman has a, a woman has a baby. You ask me a question. You ask me a question. Let me answer it. He has a very important job where the future of a large part of this country depends on how well he performs Public it. Service. Public service. Right. He does have that job. He accepted that job. He took an oath to do that job. And despite the fact that he has a, a child at home, as someone, one of our earlier callers pointed out, he could certainly, given his 200000 plus salary, find a babysitter for a couple of hours <laughs> to deal with the problems. That's my only section. Certainly he deserves time with his family, but he also deserves to be on the job when we need him. All right, go ahead, Joe. Well, what you're saying is, if if a if a, a CEO of a large corporation, you said two hundred thousand dollars. Let's go with that. Uh, if she becomes pregnant, uh, then then she's not dedicated to her job. She shouldn't be able to spend time alone home with her baby. I love that's how you're saying. I love how you mischaracterize things. No, that's not okay, what I'm you saying. You characterize it correctly. Then what's the difference? Well, well let me. Is, let is, me it, is it you making a gender thing now? Let me <laughs> in, interject here quickly. I'm asking. And apparently, you are. One no, of I'm our not. texters pointed out that there's a difference in public service jobs. Now, obviously, public service jobs aren't the sacrifice they used to be with a two hundred thousand dollar salary, though the living costs are exceedingly high in Washington. Plus, he would be maintaining two houses one in Washington and one wherever they actually live. But public service is an obligation. If you're going to accept a public service job, you should do it. You shouldn't take months of leave, is what one of our texters argued. Again, you're trying to make it a gender thing, and I don't believe it is. I think he has a right to... It doesn't to have anything to do with gender. New, uh, Nobody said adult. anything like okay, that. Okay, guys, i got to run. i got to pick up my dad here. So uh, oh. thank you, as always, for the opportunity to comment. Yep, lucky you. Appreciate that. All right. One of our listeners uh, says, when Joseph was on the line talking about uh, Old Testament, says... He thinks we should all live by the fairy tale that is the Bible. Not facts, just stories. This is one of our hmm. listeners. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, and then this is Some people new. Believe that. Right. Right. Uh, all, whoop, I'm sorry. All three of these are new. Laughing out loud. Tom, everybody you complain about supported Biden. Reap what you sow. And then another laughing out loud, Hello, Tom. <laughs> the, the tax policies of Democrats caused companies to go overseas, and the man you hate, Trump, was trying to turn that around. And he was trying to well, do that. I think that's a true statement. It is a true statement. And then I hear jealousy in Tom's voice. Build a business, Tom, and reap the rewards and quit whining. Build a business. <laughs> All right, 1 800 795. As Barack Obama told us, you didn't build that business. 
<laughs> All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. We got open phones, so we're complaining about uh, the supply chain issues, the Biden administration, the uh, many accolades and uh, good things one can say about President Trump's administration. And uh, I made the observation that I think President Biden is working on some of the things he said he would, but many other crises have popped out. One of our listeners sent me a text and says, "How are you supposed to?" Anticipate an unforeseen crisis. So, I, I said, President Biden. Why is, they expected Trump to is purely reactionary. Well, I think we, if President Trump goes in there and says, "I am beyazable. I can rule all, know all, I see all." That's very different than uh, Biden. Who he claimed has, to be the devil. Had a molecule. Really, of I must have missed that. Was that on the news? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying that he said he was all that all that you would need. He's all there was. He says, "I am the answer." Right. He said, "I am." am the I am. So he, he didn't say he was the great I am. He just said, I am the I am. <laughs> he's a pretty good I am. No, he said he's the best I am ever. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Anyway, so that's a quick recap. Not particularly successful. Uh, fortunately, we do have some emails. Uh, feel free to send them to on the market com. Feel free to text us at 70236. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, I'm that. sorry. I thought you were yeah. taking a break. I uh, know. All right. Eric doesn't want labels, yet for weeks he calls in to complain that the unvaccinated are putting him and his family at risk. Signed by Dennis. Is unvaccinated a, a derogatory label? Well, apparently in this day and age <laughs> it is. And then... Ooh, uh, this is true. But morning. I guarantee she's never said just three sentences. There's more to that. <laughs> well, there certainly needs to be an explanation. We are heading into the perfect storm. Okay. Very few things in life are perfect, so... If we're having a perfect storm, I guess that's it. Listen, I don't. Uh, I have every faith, and <laughs> okay. I, I believe in family leave, and that's important. And I don't care whether you're a gay couple or straight couple or whatever. If you have a child, that child does need some parental time, or you need some time to be a parent and to bond with the child when the child is born. No problem with that. But I agree with you, a public service job is a little bit different. And, you know, even if I took time off, I could still be involved. I could find an hour or two. Well, maybe he was. I mean, just because he's not in Washington doesn't mean he's not doing anything. That that doesn't really matter. The issue is, do you see public service as a sacrifice, including sacrificing some time with your kids? Um... That's that's what our texture. It wasn't actually me. I was just the channel through oh. which it was sent. But I, I I see what they mean. You know, you have this. Uh, don't text us anymore, Stan. You broke the machine. I can't get it to reboot. So anyway, all well, right. I'll well, tell you how to pass this a, email hidden. Right. <laughs> I didn't. You called it up, not well, me. No, you told me to go ahead and read it. Uh, it said, good morning. We are headed into the perfect storm. We are told all is well, all is good. As we joke and laugh and say, just give it till Christmas and everything will be fine. We are in a glitch right now, but we are America and we will be back better. I think it's better to get prepared for things not to be over. If you can't see that there's a perfect storm coming and we are in its path of destruction, you will be very surprised and caught off guard when these storms hit us. The economy storm, the food shortage storm, the energy storm. Thank you. And forgot the inflation storm because that one is here now. Mm-hmm. You realize that Social Security is going up 6%, roughly 6% this year or for next year? And what's inflation? Because of inflation. 12% or something? Well, I don't know whether it will make it or not, but I think that it's it's certainly a concern. 
when the things that once you had money to cover, you no longer can cover because the price has gone up through the roof. Bacon up 18%, gasoline up <laughs> you a You and buck. your bacon. Uh, believe me. They you hardly ever they eat it. bacon. Oh, I love bacon. Oh, do you? Okay. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll take the promised break. We'll be right back. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, text, email, and then okay. calls. Mark, 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 spreading fairy tales about Trump again. And Eric spreads a lot of malarkey. All right. That's okay. just, all, right. all right. Then Mayor Pete is a token gay. It's disgusting to me and to many, but as a retired federal employee, all federal employees get 12 weeks maternity leave, or whatever they call it. So because he is what he is, just collecting our good taxpayer money, and a Democrat at that, he is merely milking the benefit. Are we surprised? Is he over his head with his responsibilities? I think so. Again, disgusting. All right. Dan, thank you for waiting. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning. You know, uh, we talk about name-calling. You know, every week uh, you hear the libs use a, find a new derogatory name for President Trump. Just this morning you used the term Balesy-Bub. You know, where's, where's the name-calling going to stop? You, you people can't hate Trump enough. Just keep right on at it. And by the way, you laugh at Joseph. He, he's, this is gonna, this could easily happen in your lifetime. In fact, it probably will. The new world order. What are you gonna laugh about then when you're under the thumb of complete global control? Yeah, Mark. Well, you got me on that one. <laughs> I don't know. It's so crazy. I have no response. And you know, you got you, you, you people laugh about this. we're scoffers. This is a real thing, and it's coming upon us very, very fast. With exactly like Joseph said, under the Biden administration, they're clamping down on the populace really fast. Just like mask wearing. Oh, yeah, all of us out here, you wear your mask. You do what your government tells you. We're, but we're above you. We don't have to wear our mask except when you see us on TV. Then when we get back off the camera, we take them off and live a normal life. But out here, you people, you're not supposed to live a normal life. And that's government control, exactly what Joseph was talking about, the New World Order. And it's coming fast. And I, you're going to see it. I'm sure of it. You're going to see exactly what we're talking about. And the people that call the Bible a fairy tales, they're going to come to reality. Hey, this is God's book. God inspired this book. It's God's written word, the only written word we have in this world, the only book of truth that we have in this world. And it's all that's written there is going to come to pass. Joe's and scoffing. Pardon? Scoffing. Joe's scoffing. I'm not scoffing. He's I'm scoffing. Listening. He's a scoffer. Well, you're going to see that there's a great 
chance. You're going to see it in the next couple years. I'm, I'm, all the Bible friends I have kind of agree that things are mushrooming so fast that we're that uh, you're going to see the new world order. We're not going to. We're going to be. Our scoffing will be no more. All right. Thank you so much, Dan. And, uh, thank and you. you. And you're going to see it. And then you, what are you going to say about people like us that we're talking about it all the time on the radio? We'll stop scoffing and we'll say you were right. You know where to turn to once you stop scoffing. What, what are you going to turn to? Be possible. Yeah, see, that's scoffing right there. I know, more scoffification. All right, we got to go. we got to call her. Thank you so much, Dan. Anything else? No, but we all, the place to turn is to the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And then you still can be saved during the New World Order, but it's going to cost you your life. All right, we got there you. There will be no fooling around then. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank okay, you. Okay, you have a great right. Hey, you too, buddy. Thank you so much. You'll need to explain that one to me sometime. If you're going to be saved, but it'll cost you your life, I'll need, you'll need to explain that to me. Bob. Yeah, good morning. Uh, Joe, would you consider yourself a uh, public servant of yep. the mayor? Yes, I do. He so gets a great a right big stipend. For a, a huh? death or a child or a sickness or anything like that, right? Because you're a public servant. No. If I, if I have a, an obligation, I meet the obligation. Always have. Joe gets a in huge the, stipend or, to be in the, there. In the th- I get. Yeah, I work for nothing. I don't. I don't get paid, and none of our council members do. I work for free, and I. I, have I know in, all about it. In thirteen, works, in thirteen years, I missed one meeting as mayor. Oh my God! And oh, in the 20, 25 years I was on borough council, I missed three meetings, and one of those was when my mother passed away. Hmm. So you right. know, don't and lecture me about public service. I, I, I believe in it. Everybody's entitled to that. Okay. No matter if you're a public servant or not. One day. You know what? If, if uh, everybody has a problem with Pete Buttigieg taking off for maternity leave, maybe that baby should have been aborted. How would that feel? That would make people feel better. <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to ask the people you're talking See, he's, about. He's run rings around them logically, as they say. And everybody's complaining about Joe Biden walking around once in a while without a mask. Trump never wore a mask. No, well, that's not true. That's not true. Okay, well, he wore one a couple times. But that was okay, wasn't it? Because he was the president. <laughs> that's just Joe's interest. He he thought he had a gotcha moment for the president, and so Fox News... Well, you know, in, in all honesty, uh, Donald Trump never got, went around preaching that masks were essential. Joe well, Biden yeah, has. exactly. There you go, Joe. Joe Biden has that? preached that. That was good, wasn't it? 400, 500,000 people died because of that. Well, I, I'm that just. Was okay, that, wasn't it? No one said it was okay, Bob. You're you're misconstruing. Uh, the Republicans thought it was okay because no, it was their president. Trump is the best president. <laughs> well, he's a pussy. Go back to Belgium, Bob. <laughs> All right, we got you, Bob. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Always, 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 you, always appreciate it. All right, uh, upper right hand corner, Joe says, "Thank you, Joe. I did forget inflation storm. We're feeling that right now. It's like the hurricane that's about to descend on us." Another listener says, in order, in uh, answer to the question, what is 
is it who's in charge in the Department of Transportation? It is Polly Trottenberg, the U.S. Deputy Secretary of Transportation, is in charge while he's out of town. Madam Deputy Secretary, she's a member of the cabinet as well. No, she's not a member of the cabinet. Well... She's the deputy. Was as uh, acting. She may go to the cabinet secre- meetings as acting absence. secretary yes. and current deputy. I guess she was considered part of Is the she cabinet. Acting secretary. In other words, has he given up his job to mm-hmm. take family when you go on family leave? Or do you, do you give up your job? One of our listeners says, "Hey, Bob, President Trump knew the masks were worthless, but Joe Biden and Dr. Fauci lie about their effectiveness every day." Lance, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hi there, guys. Why are we talking about the billionaires? Oh, unless my memory is off, and it might be, and you can look this up pretty quick, uh, Zuckerberg and uh, Bezos and Musk are worth half of that $4.2 trillion, I think. Oh, okay, so those three have half of the 600 billionaires. I'm yeah, I would, th- I would sure. think... Now look it up, make sure. Okay. What am I looking up? Well, in any event, they obviously have a high proportion of it because they are exceedingly wealthy. And curiously, that is just about our federal budget. And before they started ballooning it, about four point two trillion. That's thirteen thousand dollars per person, which is what the federal government, uh, you know, spends on everybody. <laughs> well, now what I'm talking about here with uh, Joe Biden. When the World Trade Organization allowed the Chinese to come into it, Joe Biden was a real um, driving force. Uh, The other night on the uh, Patriot Channel, they had the uh, audio transcripts of his impassioned speech to allow the men. And what he said, it was going to open up this magnificent Chinese market to our goods, and it was going to provide millions of He always says, high-paid American jobs. (laughs) Well, that's what he said. I'm I'm with you. And he's laser-focused on it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, gee, (laughs) how times change. That was like back in the mid-'90s. So uh, when uh, I thought it was kind of funny, Tom sounding like a uh, campaign speech for Donald Trump. (laughs) Tom sounded like a campaign speech for Donald right. Trump. How yes, so? Tom from Sunday. We're well, talking about uh, oh, the, the Chinese, Chinese goods. Trump. Okay, got you there. All right. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't happen really very often, does it? Well, except that he doesn't concede that Donald Trump was doing something about it. Oh, I see. Well, yeah, he was. Well, I agree he was. Okay, okay. All right, you bet. Why, something else I remember... Uh, Joe Biden uh, talking about when, and the Chinese are driving Buicks. Well, what he failed to mention that they were built in China in a state of the art plant built by the American taxpayers. Because, <laughs> you know, they had bailed out General Motors at the time. Well, I think I'm if sure they were smart, they'd be driving Fords from the Sunbury Motor Company. Ah, sir, you got that right 100%. Yeah. All right, we got you. Okay, Lance. Yeah, was just all I had today. That clicking right. sound you hear is Mark trying to get the thermostat to do what he wants. <laughs> Can to you do hear that in the mic? Yes. Sorry. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. No, it's it switched to centigrade over the weekend. I know, and I couldn't figure out how to get it. Back. I have no idea how to switch but it back I did to Fahrenheit. Look it up. 
that's equivalent of 67 degrees. What, the, when it was at 20? 21. 67. Okay, well, 20, 21. Okay, we'll leave it. Sorry to torture everybody with this. Uh, Ken, stand by. We will be back ASAP. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. <laughs> Joe and I are fixing things and doing emails. We're not paying attention here. All right, one eight hundred seven nine. I'm laser focused <laughs> on on something else. On that Ken's call. Thank you so much, Rob, for being a great producer. Uh, Ken, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. How are you? Hey, wonderful. And I'm perfect. You? In case you haven't heard. Yeah. Well, I have a new one. I think you should change it to on the hypocrisy instead of on the mark. But anyway, I called in um, specifically for inflation. And I know Joe uses the bacon analogy, but it happens to be my industry. It is affecting people beyond compare. I help people spend their money when they're in retirement on fixed incomes, doing their pensions, trying to drive a car, trying to do all of those things, and their incomes are literally being cut by 15 to 20%, sometimes 30, just based on the price of goods and services. So anyone that wants to poo-poo the inflation really isn't paying attention. I agree. It's not good. I mean, you, you don't have to look very far. To see the impact on people, the store shelves are a lot of them are empty at different points of the time. Well, that's not because of inflation. No, but I mean, what what causes inflation? Too few goods being chased by too much money, and the price that of everything's going up. Yeah, I don't think we had anybody laughing at inflation. I think we we indicated there wasn't a significant factor in the supply chain issues, but obviously it's a huge. It should actually help, but it should tamp down demand, right? No, totally opposite. So higher prices increase demand because of the scarcity? Well, it depends on what you need. In other words, some things that well, are are like not essentials get put away and they don't Ken get purchased. Speak, I'm please. sorry. Well, you ask a qu- dumb oh, question. Oh, no, that's okay. Let him go. I, I, I want to hear what he has to say. Well, that that was it. I just think that the the people make choices. You know, do I get my uh, prescription filled because my the price of my medication just went through the roof, or do I buy a loaf of bread? Those are the choices people shouldn't be compelled to make. Well, and that's where it becomes a problem because also certain people have to drive to get their medications. Gas is now well, what three thirty five a gallon in New York. It's up to five. In New York, it's up to five bucks. 
yeah, so $5 a gallon. So instead of filling your tank for $40, making up a number, now you're filling your tank for $80 just to be able to go and buy your prescription or buy your food and then go into your local supermarket. And literally the price of bacon did go up by almost 50%. So I'm with you on that one. Um, but this inflation thing is really, really hurting the average human and also the average um, senior citizen. It's, it, it's terrible, and it was not necessary whatsoever, in my opinion, as an economist, by the way. Where do you, lie, where do you place the blame as an economist? Uh, well... I didn't want to politicize it, but you know where I'm going to place the blame. Okay. I think or, or in the last nine months, I believe that every single thing that has been put in place has allowed it to just spiral out of control. How much of a factor in inflation was were all these stimulus packages, including the big one that just we already got the checks this year? Well, I think it has a lot to do with it, but it's not everything. The fact of the matter is it it goes a little larger than that because we have not controlled lately the way things come in and come out into our economy. And when that happens, it's sort of, you know, you would say it throws a wrench into the system. So they threw a wrench into the system and made it very, very difficult to keep the economy where it was not more than a year ago. Okay. All right, we got you, Ken. Last word, anything else? Yeah. Thank you, sir. All right, thanks for checking in. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate your call. Super smart, Bucknell graduate. Uh, lower right-hand corner, Joe. All right. Uh, on the mark, to the masks. Tell me why healthcare workers wear them every day and don't get COVID. Prove that masks don't save lives? Stupid. Signed, Bob. Yeah, we know masks help prevent the spread of the disease. Uh, they don't stop the spread. The vaccine doesn't stop the spread, but all of well, that can in help. In all fairness, in Japan, they're having a, uh, a, a marked improvement in their COVID cases. And one of the factors is that so many people are wearing masks there. So I don't think you can totally discount it. There you have it. All right. There, Joe has spoken. That's going to be the last word. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for calling in and, and participating. And you're wonderful, Mark. Especially Glenda. We're going to read that email every day. That'll help uh, keep me on my toes. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is WKOK Sunbury.